0: You need to be the embodiment of your mission if you are trying to help people.
1: Welcome to Cunty Life and Biz Realness, the uncensored show that explores how to live your truest life, what tries to get in the way, and how to grow your business as a result. I know you want to be more courageous, unapologetic, notable, transcendent, and authentically you, and you're in the right place, babe. I'm your host who's the most, Naomi, CEO and Head Life & Biz Authenticity Coach at Kunti Coaching. Let's dive in. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Season 2 of Kunti Realness, y'all. Today, I am super pleased and honored and grateful to be bringing to you the very first guest of Season 2, the esteemed, the one, the only, Pearl Noir, okay, (laughs) an OG of the Cunty movement, the Mm. world healing through seduction, changing lives, changing her own life, doing Mm. the most beautiful, beautiful work with people, helping them love their bodies, heal themselves, their relationships to themselves doing the most incredible work. Girl, I'm so inspired by you all the time. And I'm so grateful to be in your sphere and seeing uh, the incredible work you're doing. And thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I am so excited. (laughs) Thank you. So- I want to give you a chance to introduce yourself to the people because I know you have an incredible intro for us, honey.
0: <laughs> well, hello, beautiful country community. My name is Pearl Noir, your favorite burlesque icon and sensual Jiminy Cricket. Okay, y'all. Now, let me just tell you why I am an icon, why I'm out in the streets and yes. why I'm featured on this podcast, y'all. So, yes, those of you who know about the powerful Josephine Baker, let me just tell you, I've had the luxury of paying homage and tribute to her for over 20 years. I am a little brown girl from the ghetto, but found myself becoming a burlesque icon. Thanks to Josephine Baker. Thanks to all of the burlesque people who went through the back door so that I can Mm -hmm. go through the front. I have performed everywhere, places that I didn't even know existed, like New Caledonia. Have y'all heard of it? Okay. (laughs) New Zealand, y'all. Australia. Okay. Tokyo. Listen, run out in these streets and find out about your girl. And so through my time in burlesque, I found out very early that it was the art form that was going to help me heal my relationship with my body, not the Mm. curves, but being a dark-skinned Black woman and and having to heal from that, you know, the teasing, even from my own family growing up. And I Mm. also used the art of burlesque to heal myself um, after being sex trafficked, being tricked by a friend at 19, and finding myself escaping that. A few years later, becoming a burlesque icon, still feeling guilt and shame and feeling like I didn't belong in the space. And having the mm-hmm. art form help me heal because burlesque gives you full autonomy over your body. So that is how we got here, y'all. Pow. Wow.
1: Pow, yes. Signature. The signature.
0: Pow. <laughs> pow. Uh. Yes, and I don't know if a lot of people have, have caught on to this, but, and it took me a while. It's my own catchphrase, but I was like, oh, my God, because I do my pearls of wisdom throughout, like, 20-plus uh. years. And I was like, oh, my God. Pow. Oh my wisdom. God,
1: I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know, Cow. oh my God, it just gets, listen, it gets better and better all the time, it's you like know? fine wine, it gets yes. better it gets and better. better, Okay. so you
0: can use <laughs> pow when you want to like have some energy, okay, when you want to yes. emphasize something great, or after yes. I have said a pearl of wisdom, I say pow, which is why I always um, end amazing. my keynotes with pow.
1: I love that so much. I'm so glad. See, we learn something new every day. And just I love podcasting so much. And having <laughs> amazing people like you on here, I get to just learn incredible things and meet incredible people and get to feedback.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you. So
1: you're so welcome. So thank you so much for already giving us some insight into your story. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that. And, and you mentioned a lot about how you healed yourself through seduction. Yes. How can you tell us a little bit about how you help others
0: do that mm-hmm. as well? So the first thing for anyone who's listening, when you're trying to help other people in your business, in your art, for your, like, you know, you wanna protest, you wanna change the world. A lot of times we think we're gonna help people and change the world by doing things like, oh, let me share an image online and that's me protesting. Let me scream it out and that is a part of it, but the best way you can show people how to do something is to live it and to be open Mm -hmm. enough to share that process. So that's the first way that I help people heal themselves through the art of self-seduction is by letting them be a witness to my journey, right? And that doesn't Mm. mean I share every part of my journey. I keep some things to myself. I honor my boundaries. I honor the art of self-consent. But first and foremost, I allow them to hear about my journey. And when they come to my workshops, when people see me out on the street accidentally, I'm in my fantasy. It's not a persona, so that's the second part. You can't Mm. have a persona. You need to Mm. be the embodiment of your mission. I'll say it again. You need to be the embodiment of your mission if you are trying to help people. That's number two. Number three, (laughs) the way that (laughs) exactly. Okay. (laughs) And we're not even done. The way that (gasps) I also teach people to do it for themselves is to first shift your mindset on what seduction is. And so a lot of us have to heal from cultural or religious trauma and abuse yes. when it comes to yes. the relationship with seduction, right? Everyone was kind of taught, I used to get in trouble. I used to get in trouble because of the way I walked. I had to mm. put on the baggy clothes when the male family members or church members came over, not keeping mm. those people away from me. I had to shrink. So I had to, mm. I had to shift my mindset first telling myself, I'm going to reclaim the Jezebel trope. I'm going to reclaim sexuality. I'm going to reclaim the sway in my hips. And I'm going to reclaim my story when it comes to seduction. So we usually start Mm -hmm. there. And then I Mm break down that seduction is about finding your own sanctuary within yourself instead of relying on the emotional surrogates that we've all been taught to seek, for example. Right. When you fall in love, when you are seduced by someone, the first thing people usually say is, I just feel like I can be myself with them. Now let's examine Mm -hmm. why you haven't been yourself with yourself. Mm -hmm. Why is this the first Mm -hmm. time your inner child, your inner diva, your higher (laughs) self is experiencing this level of bliss? So when you want to self-seduce and heal yourself through that, you allow yourself Mm -hmm. to find a sanctuary in yourself. Being safe with yourself. Mm. I could go on and on, but I'll pause there in case you have another question. (laughs) Oh,
1: I love all of that so much. I'm so listen, I am the queen of questions. I have so many questions, but I'm just letting that sink in for a minute because Mm. there was so many pows in there. Okay. So many pearls of wisdom, so much, so much beauty in that. Mm. First of all, like you know that embodiment of of what we're here to do in the world. I really resonate with that because I am leading this I am the founder of Kunti Coaching mm-hmm. and I have to I've decided that this is what I really care about and what I really believe in in a, a way of being in the world yeah. and changing the world and I I have to be that. I yes. have to be that first. So it's exactly what you're saying about we as leaders have to go first and we have to be that tip of the spear and allow people to witness that. So yes. that really resonated with me. I'm also wondering, oh my gosh. Okay. So hold on. There was so much, there was I went so for much it. there. I went for it. Uh, you did. You did. And I love it. And I love it. So we talked about, so we talked about, <laughs> reclaiming your story. So I want to yes. go into that. I also, yeah. before I go there, I just want to mm-hmm. ask you really quick to tell us what you mean when you say you are the sensual Jiminy Cricket. The pe- <laughs> We need to know. The people need to know exactly what mm. you see and what you mean when yeah. you say
0: When I think of our beloved Jiminy Cricket, what made yeah. Jiminy such a good guide was that he had compassion, offered a lot Mm. of grace, Mm. was a great example, but allowed Pinocchio to have an adventure, allowed Pinocchio to honor Pinocchio's curiosity, but Mm. also did what a lot of people have a fear to do, which is step in and tell a loved one, hey, don't go down that dark alley. Hey, I don't know about You going with these people, this is feeling a little sus to me. So when I Mm -hmm. say I'm a sensual Jiminy Cricket, I mean, I feel proud to be a sensual guide. I'm not Mm -hmm. going to heal you. I'm going Mm -hmm. to be your guide while you heal yourself. I'm going to remind you of your medicine that's already in you. I was born to remind you of who you are and to help you tap back into the part of you that is dormant. Mm-hmm. I am a guide towards your sensual freedom, your sensual liberation, your sensual, sensual reset.
1: Mm. Yes. Oh, and mm-hmm. here in, in the cuntiverse, I talk a lot about truth mm-hmm. and I think it's, it's no coincidence that you're the sensual Jiminy Cricket In the story of Pinocchio, who learns the difference between lying and telling the truth, right? And so, so much of this journey, I don't know if you feel this way, is people finding the truth within. It's tapping into what is real and what is true in their deepest self.
0: Absolutely. Because, again, a lot of people that are coming to me are coming because of cultural abuse, Mm -hmm. Religious abuse, mm-hmm. um, emotional, psychological abuse. I don't get too many women or men or non binary people or vampires and unicorns who come to me with uh, physical violence. Most people are coming with the things people mm-hmm. cannot see. And that's kind of harder mm-hmm. sometimes to explain and get out yes. of because there's no evidence of it except for what's happening in your mind and your body. So then they have mm-hmm. me as their conscious, right? And, you know, one of my first, first times, uh, and this woman still works with me, when I started doing these workshops, because I started privately and I started doing them publicly about eight years ago, and it, it was yes. a four-hour workshop. It was the first rendition of Healing Through Seduction, and I wasn't even calling it that yet. But, right. long story short, and she just came to my session last week, she went home after that four-hour session and left her narcissistic abusive husband. Mm. And messaged me a month later and said, I took my child. We went to a different place. And it's because of being reintroduced to the seduction of myself. In that workshop, she was able to romance. And seduction is also about romancing yourself when I say self-seduction. So we we went through the shifting of the mindset we went through exercises where you need to tap into your body and honor your boundaries with yourself. So like a Mm self-guided touch meditation. And when you do exercises like that, you tap back into like, Oh, my intuition is telling me this feels good. My intuition is telling me this doesn't. So then when you go home, Mm -hmm. you're able to hear what you learned in class, your sensual Jiminy cricket asking you, Hey, do you? Did you give yourself consent for this? Mm-hmm. And then you're able to say, "Okay, so I haven't been crazy. This doesn't feel good. I am in harm, and now I'm leaving." Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: <sighs> wow, that is so powerful.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I love that the word "pow" is also in "powerful." Let's just oh acknowledge god. that too for a second. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. Oh, thank you. Oh my god.
0: Yes. Oh,
1: the, um, just that, that awakening, that yes. awakening that happens when you, when you are in a healing environment, yes. when you're in an environment with someone who just helps you connect with your truth, with your with mm-hmm. and just remove the gaslighting, remove the sources of abuse that like literally cloud and yes. gaslight us, yes. right? That tell us we're wrong, that tell us that that we're do that we're we're wrong. That's how mm-hmm. I can literally explain it. It's like the mm-hmm. opposite of truth is like is all the lies, all the lies yes. and bullshit that are are put on us, right? Yes. Wow, that is that is such a beautiful story. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank
0: you. Um,
1: that's incredibly powerful. So I want to know, Pearl, what does it look like for you to mm. be cunty, so mm. courageous, unapologetic? notable transcendence and you authentically mm-hmm. in your day-to-day life what does that look like for you
0: it looks like being open to being a beautiful imperfection so a lot of times mm. when people think about being courageous when they think about being authentic when they think about being confident there's this lie this illusion that a lot of people have created where it means you are not afraid. If you are nervous, if you have mm. fear, you're not courageous. If you're not perfect, you're not authentic. It's like, no, being hunty is about in your day-to-day life is being willing to learn something new. And when you are learning something new, that is when the imposter syndrome comes in. But like I say all the time, the imposter syndrome is a luxury. It means that you're on, you're experiencing the the right type of fear. Some people are only out here experiencing fear that doesn't inspire them and doesn't take them to the next level. So all of you who are sitting here and you have the luxury to feel like an imposter in your businesses and your creative endeavors and your romantic endeavors, whatever it is, you better get with it, honey. This is a luxury. This is proof that you are wealthy. So that is the day to day being okay to feel like an imposter, shifting your relationship with fear dancing with fear. Getting out here yes. and just honoring who you are on Monday and not judging on Wednesday who you are on Monday.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, understanding mm. that being
0: authentic doesn't mean you are not shifting. And it yeah. doesn't mean that you're not on the right path if some of your old habits come back. We have to remember we are redefining so much for ourselves every day and we are retraining our mind, body, soul, spirit, whatever it is, we're trying to break free from the yeah. mental chains. So that's what yes. I think being kunti is. It's being okay with being a beautiful imperfection that day. So it's like, okay, yes, I'm going to post today to promote. Maybe that gets one like, but I'm going to honor that one person. That's me being yeah. authentic to the mission. Being authentic to the yes. mission is whoever the mission is for. Not not being ego driven, not being trauma driven, because a lot of times people use their businesses to heal from their trauma. Now catch that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So being (laughs) okay. So that's why you gotta seduce yourself as an entrepreneur and a creative. It has to be about the mission and about what's what's been put on you. To break out into the world. So that, I hope that explains what I feel mm-hmm. like being a conti is every day. It's being a yeah. beautiful imperfection yes. and being okay with that.
1: I love that so much. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And actually, I was just talking about this in a newsletter I wrote yesterday. It's not about the fearlessness, like you said. We, and I think, I think as, as, as women or women identifying people, mm-hmm. we are often caught in this like weird in between of like be fearless, but then also like you have to act like a a perfect thing, you know, like in order to, in order to be successful yeah. and you have to be fearless and you have to like, there's so many things that are so constricting in the world, uh, in the entrepreneurial world, especially Mm -hmm. as someone who identifies as women. Mm -hmm. And so I think That is such a beautiful point that you just made is to heal each other and remind each other that actually our power is not in doing everything perfectly, appearing perfect to the world, Mm -hmm. um, being fearless. Like Mm -hmm. that's actually that actually might not be where our deepest power lies right
0: no. <laughs> and being fearless means your knees are still shaking. I just can't stress that mm-hmm. enough. So when you are yes. being fearless, it doesn't mean you're not afraid. It means you are yes. willing to do it afraid, y'all. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> I love that so much. And I'm going to listen. Let's tell the people what you said at the, at the beginning like right before we started filming. It was like I was like, oh, you know, season two, oh, jitters, nerds. Yeah. We excited out here on these yeah. streets. And you were like listen, that that means that's the best, right? You tell you said it best. Yeah, you, yeah, you said... were saying
0: that you were nervous and like, you know, one day you won't have these jitters. And I said, I hope not. Mm-hmm. I hope, I, don't, I <laughs> wish that for you. I hope you always have the jitters. <laughs> I've been performing on all kinds of stages yeah. for 20 plus years and I'm still nervous every time. I'm nervous every time mm-hmm. I go live on Instagram. I'm nervous every time I post and my goddess, mm-hmm. I hope I have that luxury. You never want to take yourself or your audience for granted. So when you are yes. being fearless, it means mm. you are showing up with the fear and you are dancing with the fear. Not that you're stone yes. cold, okay? Not that you're a robot. No, nobody yes. needs that, okay? My Lord, yes. you don't need that, honey. Mm. Oh, because that is old and tired. It's we are old tired of that, y'all. We are. We, we need we are. to be
1: empty up in here. And I love what you said (laughs) about honoring your audience. It comes back to that idea of imposter syndrome as a luxury again, Mm -hmm. right? It means you're putting yourself out there. You're making a difference. You are, you are dancing with the fear. These are Mm -hmm. all beautiful things. And I just, this is something that I want to Remind and bring the listeners in is this, mm-hmm. this exact, this exact point of we are so powerful when we are being our imperfect selves, yeah. when we are putting ourselves out there, when we are honoring the, the people that are around us in this mission, honoring our clients, honoring the audience that we're presenting yes. in front of, you know, just consistently putting ourselves forward and mm-hmm. continuing to show up and do the thing. That is incredibly cunty and beautiful. So thank you for thank sharing you. that with us. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> so I want to reverse the time a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is, but we're reversing. Oh, no, it. we're it's a, going it's back. the
0: reverse sound. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a universal reverse sound. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: we're going back and I want you uh, to tell (laughs) us about a time because this is the country realness and it's a lot about telling our stories again Mm -hmm. so that we can we can see each other and witness each other and see our our imperfections our flaws and the way that we transmute and Mm. utilize those those imperfections and those beautiful things about us and And, and it be part of our empowerment, part of our story, part of Mm. our strength. So I want to know about a time in your life or in your business or both where you were being cunty. You had to be truly courageous, unapologetic, notable, transcendent, and you authentically in a time that was, it was a hard time that you had to get through. What does I, that look
0: like for you? And Yeah, I have many examples. I think the first one mm-hmm. I'll start with would be, you know, now in 2024, there are many, you know, black and brown burlesque shows. There are black and brown, we say BIPOC uh, festivals. You know, you see interviews, you might even go to some shows and see a black person there, an Asian person there, a biracial person. But, you know, there was a time for me in like 2009 where I was touring, you know, um, in an all-white show with Dita Von Teese. I was touring in, uh, you know, different parts of the world and I was usually the only person. And what was hard was, understanding that my assignment was to be the only one while also Mm. having some black performers who came before me, who were calling me a coon online. Mm. Right. It, for me, what was, it was never the white people. And Mm. it's still that to this day, it was very Mm. hard not being supported by the other black performers being called a coon, be called a sellout, being called a token. And I know for a fact Mm -hmm. now I'm getting the standing ovations with 3000 people. I'm mm-hmm. nobody's token. I'm the mm-hmm. right person for the job at the time. And so yes. when you, you don't have support from the people that look like you, instead, yeah. it could have been like, y'all, we are celebrating Pearl. Look at her going through these doors. Let's make sure that she's getting this love so that all of us can come Yes, But they weren't thinking Correct. about this bigger picture. And me feeling, I was feeling like mm-hmm. this was my assignment to get a lot of Black other black burlesque performers, in particular, because I'm black. We all. Yes. I know people get. I know people get in their feelings where it's like, I'm doing this thing for queer people, and it's like, well, what about these people? Or I'm doing this thing for black people. Well, what about the white people? All of us pick what's passionate to us, and it's yeah. like people who are trans advocates. They are trans advocates usually because they are trans, or they know someone yeah. who is, and they've been affected. So, like you know, let's yeah. not judge each other. For our yeah. passions. I just want to throw that there's, in there really quickly because yeah. it still is yes. a point to what I'm saying. But for me, again, just back to the Absolutely. story, it was just really hard, really being alone. And then yes. fast forwarding to where I made history, creating a pageant for us, because there's like, you know, festivals for... the people of color and there's an all white organization called burlesque hall of fame that's had a few of us in there. Um, I'm one of the, Mm -hmm. one of the more decorated people at that time, but I never got queen. And when Mm. I did get queen in new Orleans, the, the producer didn't like that a black woman won. So instead of promoting Mm. me, me, they promoted a white legend who I beat. So that's Mm. what inspired me to create the noir pageant because I wanted to make sure I was in charge of my own legacy and create all these opportunities for other people of color. And it was people of Mm. color who were like, this is trash. We already have this white organization. So I had to be courageous in the sense of and authentic to my mission and say, but these black and brown people don't like this. But what about the ones who have messaged me to say, I started burlesque because I saw you on YouTube. I started Mm -hmm. burlesque because I saw you in Dita Vontiza's show. So that was a time when I had to do that as a burlesque performer. And then I'll take it to my business when I joined. Wait. Oh,
1: go ahead. Hold one second. One second. I want to go a little bit. I want to go a little deeper with you. Can I? Mm -hmm. Because, because just for, for people to understand the listeners, right? Because this, this is why I started this show is like, talk Hmm. us a little bit through how. The, how you. How you were cunty and, and, and rooted in knowing Mm. what your mission was and rooted in your truth, right? To do that incredible work that you just said and to get through that hard, that hardship where there wasn't anyone like you and there Mm. were people and that director of that show was highlighting someone else instead of you. How did you
0: get through those hard times? I will say for me I've always known how powerful I am since I was mm. a kid. You know, I used mm. to sneak out of the house to talk to the moon. I was very aware that mm. the adults were wrong for punishing me. I knew that my sensuality mm. at like 8, 9, 11, that early, I was like, no, this is me. The sway of my hips, this is power. So I I always wow. I've always known that I am powerful mm-hmm. and I've always been very clear that I was Mm. meant to be this powerful performer who was gonna change the world. So for me, I would say the how was, I just have had a deep connection to my mission and my ancestors Mm -hmm. at a very young age. And what I tell people Mm -hmm. who maybe don't feel like that, if you don't feel that, the how for you could be, you train your mind to say which audience is important. Mm. The one that I'm meant to help, more mm. than one that's meant to be jealous of me. Mm. Oh pow! So yes. I would just always so remind myself of that. And if yes. you pay attention to the right audience, you'll see mm. because again, I was getting that hate, but I was getting mm-hmm. people in the inboxes saying this mm. is helping me. So for the business owners, for mm. the creatives, you have to you have to focus on the right audience. It's not the audience. Mm. You know, it's like when people, you know, are performing live at like a comedy show or a theater show and they pay attention to the heckler. That's not the right person to pay attention to. You're right. supposed to be paying attention to the person smiling at you. Yes. Ooh. You know, don't jump I over the that. dollar bill to get to the quarter. Mm. So yeah. hopefully that answers your question, but that's truly the simple like, mm. I I just... I just have yes. always been very focused on the that right incredible. audience. That's
1: incredible. And I'm just so blown away by that power from such a young age, um, because I was someone who like, didn't have a lot of self-esteem mm-hmm. and self-confidence for, at a oh, young age. Oh, I didn't age. have
0: self-esteem, but I knew about my power. Oh, yeah. So those two different things.
1: Okay okay can you talk yeah. to us a little bit about what the yeah. difference there in your in your in your mind
0: in my mind i i hated the way i looked because i was called ugly every chance anyone had mm. but they always but the one thing no one ever beat me up for everyone agreed even my bullies that i was a powerful performer so mm. i always knew that there was power in my movement and i knew Like anytime I was abused, anytime someone took advantage of my body as a child, I always knew they were wrong. And I still Mm -hmm. knew that I wasn't supposed to hide my power in who I am, but I had the low self-esteem in regards to like how I looked and things like that. So like your power is really layered as with self-esteem, it can just be these little, like, I hated being dark skin. You know, I used to like cut out pictures Mm. of biracial kids and I was saving up for plastic surgery at like 11 Mm. because it was already Mm. ingrained in me that I didn't matter because of the way I looked. So I had the Mm -hmm. low self-esteem with that, but you see what I mean? Like, but I knew how powerful I was. Yeah, like, I I don't know the same.
1: Right. Right. It's it, they're not, they're not. So thank you for, for highlighting that power goes so much deeper. Right. And it's so much it's so much more perme it permeates more and i'm yeah. so glad that you made that distinction because no. there are moments especially as entrepreneurs where maybe our self-esteem does take a hit or our ego or yes. something like that <laughs> but if we if we remember and come back to our power, power. yes that is incredible yeah. and that also is really fascinates me because as people who are socialized as women, and I don't know if this was your experience or not, mm-hmm. it certainly was mine, the people pleasing aspect, yeah. yes. right? So yes. I, didn't, I never really got that lesson of, to, of paying attention to and being discerning mm-hmm. of which audience I'm paying attention to, right? That, mm-hmm. that, that beautiful gem you just dropped about focusing more on the positive person mm-hmm. than the heckler. I was socialized to pay attention to everybody and yes. put everybody's yes. opinion yes. above and and more important, right? Yeah. So I I find that so beautiful and such a good reminder to the listeners that are we're socialized as as women or identify that way and that still grapple with that, right? And need to to pay attention. So that's such a beautiful reminder. Thank you for for highlighting that for us. Where our focus goes, our energy flows. It's something like that, right? So uh, if we're focusing and nurturing the people who see us and who support us and who believe in us, that's going to grow, right? Instead
0: of the focusing our attention on the wrong the wrong audience. That's and, not where. And it, that's where how we get into. That's how we get into the self seduction. So when you pay attention mm. to the audience, that that's your actual mission. It's self seducing because you get to honor your boundaries. You get to practice self consent. Mm. Yes. And you create your own sanctuary. Mm. Yes, and so, just so want to quickly answer mm. your question. I did not grow up with that. I grew up. Mm. I. My family taught me very early to protect my abusers. So no, Mm. I didn't grow up with that like many of us, but I knew it was wrong. And I said, as an Mm -hmm. adult, I'm going to shift this. And so when I started doing burlesque, I really saw burlesque as this door, you know, like Narnia. I was like, I'm walking through this (laughs) door. Okay, I'm in Narnia now. Really? Yeah. And I need to create the story. And so in creating Mm. the story, I said, I'm no longer going to deal with bullies. I didn't have a choice then, but I have a choice now. Mm. So I wanted mm. to just wrap that up before you go yes. on to the next
1: question. I love that. And that's, that's so beautiful. And that I feel that way about creating the cuntiverse yeah. as verse well, like, is yeah. it's like, we are, we are really creating what we want to see and the reality yeah. that we want to see. Yeah. And we're not just following what we've been told or sold yeah. or, or made to think like mm. the world is all about, right? We are creating yes. the worlds that we
0: wanna see. So I love that. I love that so much. I love that. And we Yay! better because, listen, y'all, what yes. I'll say about this is hope is still free. So, those of you who are listening, mm. if you take nothing else from me today, hope is still free. You better learn how to maximize it before they figure out a way to tax us on that too. Mm. <laughs>
1: Yes. And self-belief and (laughs) self-seduction, right? Like, let's pour into ourselves first and foremost, right?
0: Because they're trying to tax us on Mm. everything, y'all. We better get to it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's, I know. It's, it's, It's inevitable, but also, Let's, 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 let's celebrate the things that we don't have to pay tax on. Okay.
0: (laughs) Please. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) That is all. That's your self-seduction assignment, y'all.
1: Yes. Pour into hope. And what does hope mean for you, Pearl? Why, why
0: hope? Hope is an opportunity to let that inner child finally have a voice. Ooh, yes. Yes. Finally, you know, because at some point, most of us had to grow up way too fast. And when I say that, I'm not saying that, you know, you had a terrible childhood, but at some point you weren't allowed to talk to the so-called imaginary friend a little too soon. Mm. At some point you had Mm. to stop jumping up and down and dancing. At some point, someone told you no one is there. At some point, someone told you not to grab that tree you know, and run up to it and hug Mm. it like, oh, you know, calm Mm. down. So that's just Mm -hmm. a hopeful existence where you hope for me is just about living this orgasmic, uninhibited life with your thoughts, Mm. right? With your voice, with your heart wide open, right? With your root intact, meaning you, you are open to who you are. You're grounded in yourself. You're grounded in gratitude, mm. so that's what hope is for me. But like I said, when I really think about it, I, I think it's finally letting my inner child have a voice. I love that. That's so beautiful. Thank mm. you.
1: And that is that is an example of healing, right? Mm-hmm. That is and and th- that is being discussed a little bit more in in certain therapists and mental health circles. Is also this idea yes. of healing the inner child. So yes. I'm glad that you bring that into the conversation. And I've never heard yes. those two put together of like hope and inner
0: child that's so you so know, beautiful. you know, just writing <laughs> that down real quick. Yes, please do. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the things just come the to gems. me. The gems, the they just gem. come. They just yes. Come.
1: Yes. Yes. I want to make yes. sure I say
0: that online. I think some other people could use that. Yes. yes. And
1: and they will be they will live on in this podcast episode as well. So Perfect. thank you.
0: Perfect. Yes. Mm.
1: yeah. The gems, the gems are gem. They're flowing. The girl. gems are They gymming. are, <laughs> they are the flowing gems are on the through. gems
0: are definitely um, gemming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I admire yes.
1: you so much. So are you, honey, anyway. man. Okay. this is so fun. Are you Oh, thank you. I agree. Of course, you're a that's time. why I do it. I'm having would a good time. I would do this if it was not fun. I'm so glad you're having a good time. Oh, <laughs> these, conversations, these conversations, like, they're my whole life. This is what I love mm-hmm. to talk about. I love to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, can I ask you a few more questions?
0: I would love it. Let's go. Let's get into it, honey.
1: Amazing.
0: So <laughs> I want
1: to know. So thank you for telling us about a time Right in the past mm. when you had to be cunty and it was hard, but you yes. did that. I wanna know I, I wanna come back to the future, to now, not future, to the present. We're uh, uh, we're going now we're going, we're going. <laughs> we're coming to the present. I wanna know <laughs> a decision, a decision you're currently facing. Something okay. that you have to be cunty in right now, something that's mm-hmm. scare citing you, right? stirring up some of those those fear juices that we were talking about what Mm -hmm. is an example of something like that now
0: i would say something that is beautiful and terrifying right now Mm -hmm. is the decision to be seen as a truly even more unconventional burlesque queen right Mm -hmm. The, the showing up And showing people how to live a burlesque lifestyle versus showing them burlesque performances while Mm -hmm. elevating this burlesque business, elevating the burlesque vision, creating this burlesque legacy, this burlesque revolution, while trusting Mm -hmm. that my position in the world of burlesque will remain intact. As I think about the bigger Mm -hmm. picture, as I think about Mm -hmm. approaching business professionals who are now starting to gravitate towards me. But this has been like an eight year process. There was a time when no business person would talk to me. They didn't want to collaborate with me simply because of how people perceive burlesque and the word seduction. Right. But you got to keep going because I knew what the mission was. And so now putting myself out there more in the sense of talking versus moving get the burlesque point Mm. across, talking about Mm -hmm. being trafficked, right? Something I never wanted to talk about. This happened when I was 19, Mm -hmm. I'm 44 now, and this is my first time talking about it and being afraid of what has happened, which is family members saying that I'm lying. I was Mm -hmm. at the, you know, we should all be millionaires conference with you. And I had somebody say, "Oh, I really love someone in the club." They was like, "Oh, Robert showed us this beautiful keynote." Did you lie? Was that a made-up story just to like make it look powerful? So the scary part is putting the fact that I was trafficked by a friend out there to help people really see how far burlesque can take you, and having family and strangers accuse me of lying. Mm. So that that. That right now, I would say, is the scariest part, but understanding when my teacher Rachel and Robert are like, that goes on your homepage because people need to understand if she could survive that and do Mm -hmm. burlesque to help her, now I understand what she means when she says healing through seduction. Now I understand how powerful burlesque is. This was something I never wanted to talk about. Yeah, because I didn't even want to say I was sex trafficked. I have been saying I was tricked Mm -hmm. into prostitution and having some of my burlesque daughters being like, you were sex trafficked. And I'm like, oh no, 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 because it was just a weekend. No, no, you were sex trafficked. So that is what is the scariest part. But I do see Mm -hmm. that it is bringing so many people to me to, to tell that truth. And I want to say but I have honored my boundaries that happened when I was 19. Mm -hmm. I'm 44. You wait to tell your story when you're ready to anyone who is listening. So being vulnerable doesn't mean being reckless with yourself. Being vulnerable does not mean Mm. being reckless with yourself. I just want to make sure that's clear. Right. Yes. Yes. And being authentic too, because
1: authenticity there, there's that, there's that discernment as well. It's not just, tell everything and every and anything it's there's a a discernment there. Right. So this is incredibly powerful and you, you answered it a little bit about why you feel now is the time to, to share your Mm -hmm. story. Can you elaborate a little bit about how you feel sharing your story and, and, and being cunty in this and sharing your truth and sharing your story Specifically with business owners, because Mm -hmm. you mentioned that, that audience, Mm -hmm. how do the two grow the, the greater burlesque, um, vision that you Mm -hmm. had, like you said?
0: Well, all business owners who are attracted to me, you know, part of Mm -hmm. the reason why their business hasn't flourished in the way they've wanted it to is because they are still carrying so much shame and guilt for things that have happened to the in the past and so all of the business decisions Mm -hmm. are trauma-based right Mm -hmm. then they're made without listening to your body so that's why Mm -hmm. learning something like burlesque is great for entrepreneurs it's great for performers of any kind it's great for stay-at-home moms it's great for anyone who is feeling disconnected who's feeling numb and so what better way to get through to someone than to tell them about a time where i was numb and had was forced mm. to sleep with someone i had to numb myself i was forced to have sex with a man i'll never forget this we were in his mm-hmm. apartment with his wife sleeping in the next room and i crawled what? over children sleeping on floors to service him in mm. his bathroom you're talking about numbing yourself you're talking about being mm-hmm. disconnected i had to Mm-hmm. But as soon as mm-hmm. I got back in that car, I reconnected to myself and I spoke to my ancestors and I spoke to that moon and mm-hmm. I said, no, this, is, ain't, this ain't it, man. Somebody better hear me mm-hmm. and somebody better get me out of this shit now. And the past yes. had a dream to let me go that night and the next morning released me. So wow. I know what it is to be numb. I know what it is to be disconnected. And I know what it is to trust in your vision, a vision that's bigger than you. I know. I knew. Yes. I knew that was not my mm. mission. So you as entrepreneurs, yes. you got to trust your mission even if you're being pimped the fuck out. Mm-hmm. mm And you might not be pimped out mm. by an actual pimp. Maybe it's the system pimping you out. Maybe it's your carpet yes. job pimping you out. They won't even let you take a damn sick day and you've never missed a day for 20 years. You're being pimped out. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I hope that answers the question.
1: A hundred... 50,000%. And for the people listening, the, it's mostly entrepreneurs who, who listen. And what would you say to someone who's listening to this episode and doesn't quite know if they're numb or not? Because that happens sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes, sometimes we, we don't even know mm-hmm. if we are or not, mm-hmm. if we're tuned into our body, if we're not, if we're betraying mm-hmm. ourselves or if we're not. What would you say to someone to help them just kind of tap in and say, mm-hmm. oh, actually I am
0: I am being numb? There are a few indicators. One, mm-hmm. we're gonna be willing to tell the truth. I'll say this, if you can mm-hmm. ask yourself and you can say, I don't know if I'm numb, then you are. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Let's start there. The facts. Let's start. Okay, we'll start there. That's, that's, that's number one. That's the <laughs> first indicator. Okay. I have a few more. <laughs> a few more for you, but I want to start right there, y'all. I love you. And I want to start there. I want to give you a big old poof. Okay. To the yes. body. Pow. I want to give you a good yeah. old pow to the body. That's the first indicator. Mm-hmm. The second thing is when you make your decisions, are you in fear that someone will not love you, respect you, or show up for you? Right. Then that Mm. means that you are most likely forcing yourself, which means you're going to be burnt Mm. out or you are already burnt out. That is an indication Mm. of being numb and disconnected. Mm. Right. And I would say the last indicator would be that you haven't allowed yourself to be intimate with yourself. That's crying when something good happened. That's crying when Mm. something traumatic happened. That's pausing. That's resting as an entrepreneur, when something good, bad happened, right? So the Mm. numbness is being on autopilot instead of on human pilot, (laughs) Mm. (laughs) right? So those are three indicators for me. That is incredible. Thank
1: you for sharing that. Like this is healing, and this like someone who's listening to this episode didn't know that they were about to be all the way like showing they're being they're actually numb right now. Okay, Uh, like uh, we we uh, all pilot. Yes, we all. I mean, not all, but like so many of us fall into certain patterns, or we fall into autopilot mode, or. You know, we're told and sold and pressured so much. There's yeah, always people telling us that they know better than us, mm-hmm. that we need to do things this way, that our way is wrong and yeah. their way is right. And da- <laughs> da- like, <laughs> yes. it's crazy. So there's, I want to, I also want to say to the listeners who are listening, like there's no shame in any of this, right? Mm-mm. Like we're not, Mm-mm. there's no shame in just like, acknowledging ourselves and saying, oh, oh. I might be a little like I might be a little on autopilot right now. I'm I'm burnt out. I needed Mm -hmm, this, mm. I needed this little jolt, right? Mm -hmm. I needed the sensual Jiminy Cricket to come and just correct me right now and just show me that I have some work to do. I have some healing to do, right? So
0: mm. I would like to add something if I may to that. You yes, please. What you want to remember everybody is that you're supposed to forget. Mm. When you are recharging, when you're healing, when you're transforming, you're supposed to forget. And here's an example of that. No matter how old we are, we will forget to eat in a timely <laughs> And our stomach, stay with me, stay with me. I'm here. I'm driving around. Stay with me. Our stomach will what? <laughs> Growl. And yes. what we will, we'll say, oh, I forgot to eat. And what will we do? We'll happily skip to get some good food and something to drink Mm. with no judgment, Mm -hmm. but we Mm -hmm. judge when that spirit growls. Mm. So when you forget, when you are numb, you just forgot to eat. You just forgot to nurture Mm -hmm. yourself. So honor the growl and eat again. And understand just like we have to heal the body with food several times a day. We all have made a commitment to eat every day to heal our body over and over you have to make the yes. same commitment to the spirit to the mind to the sensuality so i just want to offer that i want to offer that, that truth and so you, so it's in a way mm. that you can truly grasp it mm.
1: yes that is so beautiful and such a such a reminder of the the shames that we carry right and the stigmas that we carry around certain topics and certain mm-hmm. things like something that shouldn't have a shame or a stigma attached something as, as, as similar to like such a good analogy, right. To hunger or to any other bodily need or function.
0: We're doing it every day.
1: Yeah. And we, and we just need to be taking care of ourselves in, in, in different ways. Yet Mm -hmm. there are ways that we put more value on the others, or there are ways that We say, "Oh, this way doesn't matter," or I can just I can just put that off, or just like put that in a closet and and, and call it a day. (laughs) Meanwhile,
0: there's growls happening, honey, and you're just you're just just ignoring those growls. Company is over, we're all pretending like we don't hear the growl. Okay, but it is mad loud. Let's get some food in there, girl. Let's eat, honey. Honey, yes. Mm. You're just hungry, girl.
1: Mm. Take us home. Okay, because the people, the people have growling <laughs> happening, and they need you yes. to help them feed these growls. Okay, we need we need to know <laughs> crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> <laughs> we I we need to share with folks mm. how you can help them heal through seduction because yes. already in this hour together. <laughs> you have really provided some concrete, solid steps to healing. You've Mm -hmm. shared your story. You've, you've given such, such beautiful generosity and people, the people are hungry. They're hungry. Okay. Okay.
0: We we, we gotta know.
1: We got, they want to know how to, how to, (laughs) how to heal
0: through seduction with you perfect perfect the first thing i would say is to download my free ebook that i'm going to provide all your listeners and that ebook it yes. has some of my most requested healing through seduction rituals so like the reverse strip tease which teaches you how to embody that inner burlesque queen diva while you're in the shower and when you get out to help you kind of slow down and reconnect right the i'm a beautiful imperfection which is one of my affirmation rituals that i love Mm-hmm. you know, how to imitate the sun. So it's, this ebook is going to show mm-hmm. you some fast action rituals that are 60 seconds to five minutes because I know one thing people love to say is I don't have time. Girl, you just talked about watching, <laughs> you just talked about your Netflix and chill day. What do you mean you ain't got time? Girl, listen, you can lie to yourself but you cannot lie to me naturally yes. because I'm your sensual Jimmy Cricket so I know yes. better. I know all the tricks which is why I like to start people out with like the ebook. And once you're in the ebook, mm-hmm. right, you'll be into my healing through seduction newsletter. And I send like 60-second rituals via my email and you'll be invited to a free preview of one of my live workshops or you can opt in for mm-hmm. the automated one which is a recording so that you can just do it at the comfort of your in your home at your own pace. But I highly suggest yes. starting with me live. And, you know, then we've got the good old Instagram where I have made a commitment to doing you know mm. more live workshops there as well. So we've got options for you, but I would say your assignment to start, anytime you eat, this was my first assignment I gave myself. Anytime you eat or drink water, you seduce yourself with a beautiful, comforting, powerful thought, romantic thought mm. about yourself. So when you nurture your body with the food, you nurture your mind, body, and spirit, sensuality all together.
1: Mmm. That is such a good tip. Oh, I love that. And anywhere in our day where you can infuse a little more love, a little yeah. more self-seduction, please let's all heal ourselves through yes. seduction, y'all. Yes, please. Um, one, one more question, Pearl, is, do you offer virtual intensives now?
0: I do, and so the preview is a virtual event. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes mm-hmm. I use the good old fashioned Zoom. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I use a platform where no one can see anyone. The only person that's on camera is me because I just know all the tricks. And so sometimes when it's on Zoom, mm-hmm. I, when it is on Zoom, I make people turn the cameras off because people are looking mm-hmm. at this person, looking at that person. You pay attention to yourself. So I, yes. I, you know, with the encouragement of some of my coaches, it's like, let's try this virtually. I just had my first virtual intensive was a four-hour intensive last Saturday and the people wanted to stay on I was like y'all we gotta go (laughs) (laughs) time (laughs) is up time is up (laughs) and of course with the four hours we took breaks and things like that and it was beautiful Mm -hmm. it was a beautiful experience so yes I do offer those now yes I'm even offering like a I'm doing a 30 days of seduction starting March 7th I'm not sure when this is going to come out but there'll be another one happening Mm -hmm. I'm doing them once a quarter
1: Yes. This will absolutely be released in time for that. So if people join, so if people grab your ebook and are on your list, then they will know about these intensives and options, right? Yes.
0: But I'd like to take the people slow, you know, give them a little, Mm. just give them a little tease Mm. first and make sure they feel comfortable. (laughs) Okay. And then we're going to go in. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. <laughs> oh, and I'm going to give you an unsolicited testimonial and I'm going to share with the people because they need to hear it from yeah. like other people too. Yeah, people all need these social proofs and stuff, okay? Yeah. Listen, I appreciate
0: y'all.
1: it. I you're so welcome. I had the utmost pleasure and honor of investing in Pearl's uh Healing Through Seduction subscription community. Mm. And I still, to this day, I don't remember the exact dance moves, but there was this Mm -hmm. one routine, y'all. It changed. It changed something. It did something in here. And I still have that song on my playlist. Every every time it comes on, you better believe and know that I am thinking of that dance routine. I'm thinking of that self-seduction moment. I'm thinking of me making the time Mm -hmm. in my schedule Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: you hit the nail on the head. We tell ourselves we don't have time, but it's because it's something maybe new. Yes. Or maybe it's something that we're, it's not, it's new. It's not something that we've done before. So it's like, oh, I'll get around to that maybe like next week or something. No, we have like, so I remember that when this song comes on and music is one way that like we really, take in a lot yes, of information that's true. and like healing through yeah. music yeah so i mean this is just one example was that 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 dance routine and mm. being guided by such a caring compassionate thoughtful fierce Thank confident you. leader like Thank it's you. it was just it was the thing of 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 dreams and i can't wait to just be able to integrate that more in my daily my daily world, my daily routine. We're working, Mm. we're working hard. We're working towards that. Yes. In the meantime, I I still also in the shower, i be thinking of miss Pearl and I'm thinking I got, okay, let me, let me not rush this. Yes. Let me not rush this moment. Let me think (laughs) about this water falling on me. Let me tap in. Okay. So this, I just need you to hear that and know that and just, Add it to your bank of like already Mm -hmm. amazing, incredible testimonials because you're doing incredible work. And I want to encourage everyone who is listening to this episode to take that first step, right? Mm -hmm. Even if you're not ready for the full thing, take the first step, get the ebook Start to just open your mind because obviously listening to this episode, your, your mind's already been blown wide open, (laughs) but like take that next step, right? Take that next step, investing in yourself and telling, choosing yourself Mm. and saying, this is for me and only me. This is for me. Yeah. And, and, and starting to, to explore healing through seduction.
0: Thank you so much for that. I I really am so grateful. And yeah, I want everybody to start with the first step. There are many options. The membership is going to open back up. Um, I'm going to still do monthly. At first, I was thinking of only doing the yearly, but I'm still going to do one of my coaches was like, no, let's still do the monthly. But Mm -hmm. I just want to say, y'all, remember when I said I was a sensual Jiminy Cricket because I'm the conscious and you just said that you like hear me sometimes and everyone does. Yes. So that's why I call it a sensual Jiminy Cricket because I'm in there. Yes. It's like, oh, yes, just a cute little reminder to eat. Yes. That's all I'm really telling you to do. It's it's time (laughs) to eat again. I'm like, are we going to pretend like you are not having this growl going on?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, and paying attention to it and allowing it in and saying, I I see you, I hear you growl and I I raise you 10, <laughs> <Yes>. okay? <laughs> that's
0: all, that's all, that's it. Oh, oh. Thank, you thank you so much. Thank you.
1: Pearl, this has been an absolute, absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you. I know that lives have been changed today. Mine has. <laughs> thank um, you, I'm glad. And it's just, it's an... It's an honor to have you here and I can't wait to hear from you
0: again. Ditto and ditto. Thank you, beautiful Kunti community. I can't wait to connect with y'all. Thank you so much for listening to Kunti
1: Life & Biz Realness today. Someone in your circle needs to hear this. Can you share it and leave a review on Apple Podcasts so this Kunti movement can grow? And don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Naomi underscore authentically. I appreciate you so much and cannot wait to connect with you. You can always head over to KuntiCoaching.com to work with me, join my events, my Kunti email chronicles and more. I hope you have a fulfilling week and I can't wait to talk to you next week. This is your Kunti Coach, Naomi, signing off. Babe, do you ever feel like you need a mood boost throughout your day? Like you could use some extra Cunty Coach Naomi inspo and energy in your ear? I have just the thing. I've recorded five Cunty Affirmations tracks that you can access now on demand. In the morning while getting dressed, courageous track. In the shower, unapologetic track. After lunch before getting back to your desk, notable track. These are just examples. I cannot wait to keep seeing you shine bright in this world. They're accessible through Apple Podcasts. Grab them now at the link in the show notes. And in grabbing these Kunti Affirmations tracks, you'll be added to the feed to get future exclusive content. How cool is that? Let's get Kunti! Enjoy!